Listening to God's Gift Through His Word with Tanika Drake, your lovely host. I want to let you all know that any guest that comes on God's Gift Through His Word are the viewpoints and the expressions of that guest. Please do not think that those are the express views of Tanika Drake or God's Gift Through His Word. So I hope you enjoy whichever guest you get to listen to. Please definitely follow them on any of their social media sites and any of their websites. Thank you for tuning in to God's Gift Through His Word with your lovely host, Tanika Drake. Take care, you all. You're listening to God's Gift Through His Word. With Tanika Drake, yeah, that's right. Hello, everyone, and thank you for enjoying my mom's show, God's Gift Through His Word. I hope you guys have a lovely day, and I hope you guys stay tuning in to my mom's show. You are listening to God Give Through His Word with Tanika Drake. I am Joby D from the Joby D Podcast. And I'm just extending an invitation for you to join us at So-Called Podcast Explosion, October 23rd. So keep on tuning in to God Give Through His Word with Tanika Drake. Take it. Give through his word. And of course, you guys know I'm building a unique series, which is Diamonds and Self Care. And on today, I have the pleasure and esteemed privilege to be talking to not just an advocate, but a friend in Christ Jesus. And her name is Karen Gonzalez. And she's the founder of one of the beautiful organizations out here in California. I'll let you guys listen to her as she shares the name of the organization because I don't want to steal her thunder. And here we go. Hi, Karen. Hi, Tanika. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for being with me. It's a pleasure. So as I share, I just wanted everybody to get a chance to know you and get the listeners to hear who you are. So let people know what's the name of your organization. Yes, it's called Helping Hands Resource Center. And here in the church, it's Helping Hands Ministries. All right. So how did how did you start working with domestic violence and trauma? Well, a few years ago, um, I went through domestic violence myself, and um, I went to a shelter with my children, 
And having that shelter experience, um, I got to notice that there wasn't a lot of resources or a lot of help within my area. And um, I connected to a local church that um, was able to help me personally, but no one really understood that this was going on in their community. And um, little by little, through prayer and of course, um, talking to other people, the organization started to form. Hmm. So you were talking about going to the shelter, and I, I kind of experienced that myself. How how was that when you were going to the shelter with you and your, your children? I mean, it was a really hard process, you know. It's very traumatic, losing everything so suddenly. And um, so in the beginning, it was really hard for us, but we got to to cope with everything and little by little get our lives back together. Amen. So I know I met you, I think it's been two years now. That's crazy. But (laughs) two years ago, I met you at um, another founder's house that was doing some kind of self-care activities. And I wanted to switch a little bit to that because I know you really emphasize a lot about self-care and art therapy. Can you tell the listeners how important it is to like do self-care when you are experiencing any kind of trauma? Yes. So in my own personal healing, I found that self-care is essential. And one of the things that the Lord showed me, you know, through his word as well, is that we have to take care of of our of his temple, right? We are his temple. We are his vessel. And self-care is a way that we get to take care of that. And um, for me, art was a way that I got to talk for the first time about the violence that I had been through and to process the trauma that I had also been through. And then I got to see how it helped me and my children and that's why I made it a part of the organization. Mm. So when we talk about the art therapy, some people might think it's just like popsicle sticks and putting little things together. Is there a way that you can explain to them exactly what the art therapy is, like different types of art therapy? Yes. So I always get this question because people think it's just like an arts and crafts, right? But (laughs) it isn't actually. Art is a way that you transform trauma, right? So trauma just means toxic level of stress. And we can go through trauma in, in various ways. And the way that art helps us through that is by processing it, right? And you can do that by painting, writing, you can do it by worshiping, you can do it by dancing, you can do it in so many creative ways. There is no one way of, of creativity. So when we talk about that and the way you explain it, it's so good. So when we are trying to get basically these toxic kind of feelings out of us and maybe we don't want to speak about it that's another way like you were explaining an outlet right to like get it out of your system yep that's exactly what processing is it sounds like such a crazy like computer word (laughs) yeah (laughs) but in reality all it means is you're processing it out of your nervous system out of your body right because our body remembers the good and the bad things it's been through Mm mm-hmm so art is a way that we get to process those hard feelings without necessarily being in a talking therapy. That's good too. So when we 
Okay, so we're thinking about art therapy. So what happens if someone doesn't get it out? They don't use any of these outlets and varieties of ways to express what then happens to that person? Well, um, I'm also a parent educator and I teach trauma education. And what ends up happening to the brain is you go to a place called survival mode. And in that place, you could either freeze, fight, or run away. And that's a lot of the time where we see behavior in children. We can recognize it more in children than in adults. But that's pretty much what's happening to any person that hasn't been able to process trauma. And is that helpful for a person to stay in one of those three phases like all the time, like on hyper alert? Not at all. Actually, it is one of the most dangerous things to the nervous system and to the body because that's how we get sick. Mm. That's how diabetes, high blood pressure, that's how all these illnesses in mind, body and spirit end up happening because the stress stays within the body. Hmm. Oh, goodness. This is so good. So I, I, I think I wanted to also share because since you know so much about the self-care and how it is like a very integral part of healing for many people that are going through trauma. Do you yeah. think as well with the, the self-care that you do that your faith has a lot to help with that self-care and, and push you forward in the ministry that you do? Oh, yes faith is uh, the place where it all starts, right? So if you're not in a good place in your faith, then you're not going to start self-care either Mm. because you don't see yourself as important or as worthy or as needed. But when you are connected to Christ and you know who you are in Him, you understand that you are His and therefore you are who He says you are. Amen. That'll preach. So <laughs> I'm getting sermon right now. <laughs> so <laughs> let me hold myself together. So as we as we talk about the self care and our faith, now if someone doesn't have faith, maybe they don't believe in the faith mm-hmm. that you and I believe, and they have a different belief. Does that still help them in walk walk out their self care, or is that a little yeah. harder? No, it's not harder. I mean, self-care in the art, what I like about it is that we're able to actually create something called the self-care wheel, which is six parts of you that you're able to look at. And faith obviously is a part of it, but it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I don't push my faith on people, but I do tell them that that was what helped me heal. Hmm. So, after... After listening to you and dealing with my own personal um, journey, I remember that one of the things that you had said to me that has kind of sat with me and that I had read it in the word that says, don't despise humble beginnings. And I I keep that with me. I was like, you know, Karen told me that's in the word. I just, I always keep that. So after I've been, been talking with you and talking with others just like you, I was wondering if there is something that you can tell and speak to someone who has been gone through a lot of sexual trauma, maybe not domestic violence, all of it, but just a lot of sexual trauma. And they don't think anybody can help them with what they've dealt with. And they're so ashamed and feeling guilty of what has happened to them. 
Well, I have been through sexual trauma, so I can totally understand how that feels. And you know, that is a very deep, deep wound that mm-hmm. that does need a lot of healing and in a lot of parts, right, in mind, body, and spirit. Right. And um, that's why I always tell people that healing comes in three parts, and you have to take the time to heal those parts of you. So I would tell those people to take the time, that they are worth taking the time, that they're worth healing for. And with the whole sexual trauma, mm-hmm. you know, that that affects you in self-esteem and your self-worth and how you see yourself. So I just would tell them, take one step at a time. You know, don't try and take, jump 10 steps. Take one step, but take it forward, not backwards. Mm, that's that's powerful. So with the one step, say there's a young lady or a gentleman listening right now. And I was like, well, she's talking about taking one step. How how do I take that step? W- what do I need to do to start dealing with the sexual trauma for my healing? Well, the first step would be asking for help. Mm. And that's all part of self-care too, right? Is asking for help, right. learning how to say no, um, learning what you need. You know, self-care is, what does that mean, right? Is right. taking care of self. No one else can take care of, of that but me, right? Not my husband, not my children, not even my pastor mm-hmm. can take care of myself the way that I can. And when a lot of us, like for example, if you've had a lot of violence or even neglect, if you've never had even a parent or a person to show you that, you can show yourself love. And mm. self-love, it comes through self-acceptance. Oh, wow. So when we talk about self-acceptance, what, what would that look like for someone to get to understand themselves and come to like a self-awareness about who they are? So what helped me was forgiving myself, forgiving the person that traumatized me, and that helped. But also uh, going through therapy. So I did go through trauma therapy, you know, taking classes, going to support groups. It wasn't just a one thing. And it isn't only a one type of healing for for everyone, right? We all have, we're all different. The Lord made us very diverse. Mm -hmm. So therefore, there's also diverse ways of healing. So do you think that if someone goes and gets support therapy through group and then they have individual therapy and doing art therapy that that's kind of encompassing to like grab everything? I think that what what needs to happen is a person needs to find what they need. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes, Because what, what works for me might not work for you, but mm-hmm. it's always looking for what can work. So when we stay still, we are stagnant and there is no healing in that because the wound gets bigger. But when, you know, healing is is not an easy thing and it's also a hurtful thing, but I hurt more staying in the wound than healing from it. Hmm. And that's what I always tell people, you know, picture a wound in your hand, right, in your arm. If we don't take care of the wound, you get tissue death and you can, you even need gangrene, right? It needs to be treated in order for it to heal, to close. It's the same thing with the, the wounds of our heart, the wounds of our body, of our mind. That's what trauma does. It wounds us in ways that we don't understand. Hmm. So we got to clean out all that toxic junk. Yes. Get it out. All of it. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I like I like how you're um, describing this. It gives me a, a really good picture that that toxicity and all of that stuff is so nasty. It really has to come out. And when I think it doesn't, I think the first time I experienced um, for myself dealing with um, DV and coming out of it, I was not dealing with coping with it at all. And I was so snippy and so, so mean and bitter yeah. to so many family members. And then after I started learning that I need to kind of deal with this because this is yeah. not me. And it kind of changes you, right? If you no, don't like yeah. deal with it. It changes your whole perspective and how you see the world till you begin to heal. Mm -hmm. So reestablishing like your sense of safety comes through friends, through through you know support systems through getting form different forms of help you know the type of help that you need a lot of people are like but i don't know what i need right. then try all of them <laughs> <laughs> take a class yeah. do an art, you know see what works for you but right. don't stop looking for help you know i was thinking when you were talking about that because getting help like you said is really important to establish but then you were also talking about boundaries and i yeah. love to like go over boundaries why is that why are boundaries so important for anyone who's trying to get trauma and get it out of their system why are why is establishing boundaries so important well because boundaries establish safety for you and the other person hmm. so when you don't understand boundaries then you're also not understanding safety and, and sometimes we don't know what that means because it's never been taught to us. Oh, wow. So when you talk about boundaries, it's almost like um, having for children like a routine, like they thrive yeah. on routine. So if a person has boundaries, like you saying, it keeps them safe and they know what they are going to tolerate and what they won't. So they don't end up perhaps back in a very toxic situation or a similar situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. And we do have to take a, a moment to to learn what are those things, right? Like I remember a few years ago I didn't know what domestic violence was and, and what that looked like, especially when it's in my culture it's acceptable. Mm. Right? Violence is acceptable and and that's the way that you parent children. So it's it's such um confusing thing when it's uh through parenting. So for me, becoming a parent educator wasn't just because of, of who Echo Parenting is. It's because of what I grew up with, which was violence. Mm. And I wanted to give my children a different opportunity of a different parent. And it wasn't a violent parent. I wanted to show them a nonviolent one. And I think that that that, you know what, I think I didn't talk about that, but you brought up such a, a really interesting very important and integral part of who we are as as diverse people is our culture also plays like a massive part of oh, healing yeah. especially if you try to say to your family members you know i'm doing this workshop or i'm going here like what do you need that for you know just yeah. do what you do <laughs> yeah. you know oh i had a lot of that <laughs> 
So yeah. I was I was just trying to when you said that I was like you know what that that's so true because my culture as well because my mother's Jamaican so you know they don't really think about let's talk it out let's do something else you know you get a whooping and that's that's just you know move on but after yeah. you get to Same see yeah so I was just like wow she's so right like culture is. It's so important to also consider that you're trying to like break some of these cycles, even within your own family, like generational things, you know, and it's kind of hard. It is. It is hard, especially when we've learned that that's how we think that's how we treat people or how we should be treated that we, we don't realize that we pass this to the next generation. Right. And they, somebody has to break the cycle, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> so, yes, they do. So I, I really have enjoyed talking with you, Karen. So I wanted to let people know so much about these different things that are going on. And to me, the people that I get to talk to and run into with all these different organizations, they're unique diamonds to me. And with the self-care that you talk about and that you do, there's definitely people got to know that there are people out there that understand the trauma that's going on in someone's life and that they're not alone with what they're going through. Yes, they do. They have to to see that and learn that for themselves and for their families. So, Karen, I wanted to ask you something. Yeah. (sighs) After after all of this, and we've talked about faith and self-care, can you give someone that might be listening and maybe they're they're in a different space than you and I are and they're just not feeling this whole thing about self-care and all that what is one positive thing and encouragement that you can offer this individual right now that might be just going through a terrible traumatic experience and they really don't know what to do well I would say to them that they are not alone that we are here that there are people around them believe it or not that would take the time to be there for them Right, and that's really hard sometimes to believe, but it's true. It's 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 true. I guess I could say reality is what we make of it, right? So right. if I don't want to believe it, then it isn't. But when you truly open your eyes, you can see that there are organizations or even churches that want to find this healing for you. And I think that's so powerful because so many people. I guess I've been watching a lot of um, people going through a lot of different traumas and not being able to, well, use their voice um, like you and I can do. And some other people, they can't share. So when they can't speak, it's like the whole self-care and everything, they can't do anything because they can't even open their mouth to share because they've been threatened. Or someone says, don't speak or talk about this with anyone or I'll come after you or whatever. So how important is it that they use their voice to at least share what has happened to them. Honestly, it is the most important thing that could ever do for their healing is mm. speaking and sharing your voice. Your voice is valuable and it can, even if it just saves one life, that life is worth saving for. And that's what I, what always encourages me to speak. And even though sometimes I'm still afraid or even to share my truth, I'm like, no, this is what happened to me. And I know that this can help someone else. Then I will do that. And I will keep doing that every single time. Amen. So I say that to other people, do it too. 
you know, your your story matters and your story can save somebody's life. Amen. And that's important. So I wanted to let let the, all the listeners know how they can um, support you, how they can connect with you, where where they can find you at, wherever you're at here in California for all social media. Just let them know how they can support your amazing organization. Yes. Well, they can al- always look us up on our website, which is www.helpinghandsresourcecenter.org or on Facebook, Helping Hands Resource Center. We're also on PayPal. I mean, we're always in need of funding and help um, to continue helping. So what we do is we help uh, victims and survivors of domestic violence with basic needs from like donations, clothes, food, um, support groups, parenting classes, advocacy, counseling. You know, we've been doing this now for the past seven years. Mm. And God willing, we will continue to do it for more. Amen. So you guys have heard Miss Karen share um, from Helping Hands Resource Center. Please do find her on all her social media outlets. Check out her website. They're doing an amazing work in California um, where I'm located. And I really hope that you guys will reach out to her, send her support, let her know that it's important. And if you can give a donation as well, they're really helping out in the community. And there's so many people that are affected by domestic violence and all these different kinds of traumas so it's very very helpful to definitely send your donations and your support to miss karen so please do Um, miss karen is there anything you would like to um, also share before we leave everyone just wanted to say thank you so much for giving me the time to share about my heart and everything that that we're doing within helping hands ministries and and i'm just happy to share in any way that I can. Oh, thank you so much, Karen. Well, I'm going to leave us out with a prayer and then we'll say good, goodbye to every, everybody. Yeah. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for Miss Karen and her precious ministry and all those that work alongside her. Lord, I ask in the name of your son, Jesus, that you lift her, keep pressing her forward, Lord God, and all the traumas and all the abuses that she is helping with other clients. Lord God, help her to be strong and strengthen her as she pushes forward in the mission to help others and also show the love of Christ through what she is doing. Lord God, help her to be strong, help her work on her healing as well, Lord God, so she can be even more strong and go out into more nations and more states, Lord God, as you increase her territory. Lord, it is my humble prayer that, Lord, you just touch her in a mighty way and show her that she's doing a powerful work, Lord God, in you. She can do all things as she shares. So, Lord God, I pray for her. I pray for her church. I pray for all those who are working with her, all the volunteers, all the precious clients that she serves. Lord God, touch her ministry and make it just flourish, Lord God, because Lord, you are so powerful. And Lord, you know that we need you. We can't do anything without you. So Lord, I thank you for this precious sister. I thank you for the work she does each and every day as she shares in everything and all the capacity she has. Lord God, I thank you for her. I thank you for everything. And Lord, I just ask in your humble son's name, Lord God, that you would just take her into 
to different places more and more each and every day of her life. I thank you for this time to not just share about trauma, but Lord, just give you honor and praise and glory for those who are working in the community to help these of your people. So in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, I pray and I say thank you, Lord, for it. Amen. Amen. Amen, Ms. Karen. Thank you so much. I, I really do appreciate you taking the opportunity just to share a little bit of your time with me and let people know what you do. And I appreciate it so much. We'll be talking again. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so you guys, thank you guys for listening to Ms. Karen and I have a conversation about what she does and then the different self-cares. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Thank you for tuning in to God's gift through his word and remember to be blessed, motivated, and inspired. You guys have an amazing day. Take care. Bye, Miss Karen. Bye. 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 Hey, you are listening to God's Gift Through His Word with Tinka Drake. Stick around, have a couple announcements, and we'll be right back. See, once you realize that you're in a situation like this here, and it could be years, it could be decades, but you have to understand that you have to love yourself. God loves you. And when I realized, when Dr. D realized that God loves me and God did not put me in a relationship, that God don't beat on me, God don't spit on me, God don't give me black eyes, God don't put stitches in my head, God don't send me to the hospital in the name of love when you start realizing that ladies you can come out of it it's a must especially if you have children if you have children in a domestic violence situation if you don't want to come out of it for yourself come out of it for the children's sake uh, i'm partnering with this young lady right now we're doing a fashion show in october on dv and i'm telling you it's going to be something so first thing, once you realize, you, you know, you, you, enough is enough, and that's the only time you're going to realize you're in a situation like this. When you say enough is enough, you're tired. You, you're tired of the same old cycle, right? So that's why you seek help. Now, some of the agencies, they for you and some are not. But you know what? I was able to go to a shelter, a women's battle shelter. They have counselors there, you know, to help build you up. Seek help, you ladies. It's important to seek help, especially with children. You go seek their help, then you're going to begin to find some new things about yourself. You're going to start exploring things about yourself that you shut down because you were trying to make this man happy. All right? And as you see, the more you try to make him happy, the more he want to beat you behind, right? That ain't cool, ladies. It's not cool. Hello, this is, of course, Tinka Drake. Please sit back and listen out for some amazing announcements from Pastor Jay of Walker Truth Radio and Pastor Walker Truth Christian Fellowship Church. Enjoy, you all.
Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walker Truth Radio Podcast, and I want you to come listen to Walker Truth Radio with Pastor Jay. That's me. And you can get Bible study lessons, sermons, Real Talk Weekend, and a daily encouraging word. Please check us out. Subscribe, share, and listen. And again, I always want you to be at peace, be encouraged, and be blessed. And I'll see you on the other side. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk in Truth Radio Podcast and the Senior Pastor of Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church. If you happen to be in the St. Louis metropolitan area, we would invite you to come worship with us every Sunday at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ building located at 2301 Wallace Avenue. That's W-A-L-L-I-S Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 63114. Our Bible studies are held in the same facility every Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Please come check us out and see what God has to say. Bring your smile, bring your doctrine, bring your Bible, but most of all, bring yourself and the love of God, and let's worship together. Again, this is Pastor Jay. I always want you to be encouraged, be blessed, and be at peace, and hopefully, I'll see you soon. Thank you. Hello, this is Tanika Drake from God's Gift Through His Word. If you find yourself in an abusive or toxic relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE, S-A-F-E, the numerics to that, 7233. It is never okay to be hurt. So call them today and let them assist you in your local area. God bless. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed God's gift through his word. Please don't forget to check me out on all the following podcast platforms, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbean, ListenNotes.com, LoftyCast.com, Radio Public, of course, and Spotify. There are tons more podcast platforms. You can definitely check me out on any of those that you feel to do. And please do not forget to get social with me. You can find me on Facebook, IG, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let me know how you found me. Let me know how we can get connected. And maybe you can also be a guest on the show. So I hope you're going to have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon. Whenever you tune into God's gift through his word from all the different countries and from all the different places where you tune in each and every day. I hope that you find this inspiring. hope you find it motivating. And I hope it helps you just a little bit walk a little stronger in your faith with the Lord. Have an amazing day. Remember to always be blessed, motivated, and inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. Take care and thank you for tuning in.